National Association for the Visual Arts is the peak body protecting and promoting the professional interests of the Australian visual arts. Nava in Conversation is a series exploring the issues and challenges of working in the sector. We speak with artists, curators and administrators to gain insight into the experiences of contemporary practice and seek to propose ideas for change, progress and resilience in both local and global contexts. For this episode, we are in Bathurst at the Girawa Art Centre at the Bathurst Correctional Facility. My name is Laura, I'm from Nava, and I'm here with Tasman Munro, a social designer who has worked on a number of creative projects in corrective services. The Art Centre, established in 1998, is an initiative for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander inmates to develop their art practice and sell their work. Girawa also has a commercial framing unit that's run through Corrective Services Industries, which provides vocational training. We speak to the centre manager, Brian Reary, about the role of art in corrections and one of the current participants about his experience. The artists in the program have exhibited in regional galleries in the area and continue to make work after their release. Interestingly, from the conversations, the art making was spoken about as more than just building technical art skills, but as providing the opportunity for cultural development, sharing and connection amongst inmates. It also provides a chance for the wider public to engage with and celebrate the inmates' experience and art practice. The Art Centre is open to the public and works are available for purchase. You can find more information via the Corrections website. So I've been here since um, pretty much 2000. And uh, during that time, um, I've seen a lot of the guys um, come and go. But during that time, we've also had um, a lot of successes, you know, working with the guys, um, with their art programs. And, and we've run various art programs um, over the years. Uh, we did an art program in, in New South Wales State Parliament, and we had about 40 uh, pictures. So we had um, quite a, a successful uh, exhibition. The Archibalds always um, come through here at some stage, and uh, they're always a great, great um, Great game to have a look at. Well, one year we um, we had the opportunity to co-exhibit with um, the Archibalds, and um, an opening night um, was there was a lot of people in Bathurst uh, Regional um, Gallery, and um, and we got a mention alongside you know top artists, you know so, and um, we got a lot of exposure um, and sales from you know the guys were happy to sell some of their art there. You know, so. Thinking about those two different approaches to art being next to each other in the same place. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, we were really, really fortunate to, to be able to you know, co-exhibit with them and, and receive that um, exposure as well. So. Yeah, totally. And, and, the, and the guys got to um, sell most of their art. About 80% of the artwork sold. Wow. But the guys that get to come here, um, they're at minimum security. We're on the outside of the jail, uh, Bathurst Jail. And uh, we're here from, uh, I'd, say, I'd say about half past eight to about two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and um, while they're here, the guys get to you know, paint towards, um, whether it be contract stuff or um, 
their own portfolios. Have you been an artist before or how do you... No, no, I can't sing, I can't play an instrument, can't draw, uh, but I have really good ideas, you know, like um, I, if I see something and I know that these guys uh, will be able to replicate it, whether it's on stone, wood, um, canvas, glass, um, I give them the opportunity to do that and uh, we usually get um, our TAFE teachers in to, um, whether, whether it's glass or, um, or art, just drawing or painting or something like that. So, you know, we get to uh, work with different mediums and, and so the guys get a varied, a varied, um, you know, skills, skills yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, to different. Mm -hmm. Why do you think programs like this or cultural centres or art centres are an important part of corrections? Mm. You know, I've been in this, in this unit now for 17 years. Now, over that time, you know, um, the guys that come here, some of them, you know, have never ever picked up a paintbrush before, but they have this, um, you know, inbuilt sort of cultural uh, streak in them. Oh, not a streak, but this artist, natural artist streak. Uh, whether it's playing footy or, or um, you know, sitting down and doing art, it's just natural for them. And uh, and as you you look around and see the, the you know the, the styles and and the, the quality of the of the work that's done here, mm. I think you know in, in the correctional environment I think it's a it's a um, probably escapes a, a bad word but you know it's it's somewhere for them to come and um, you know get away from the from the jail scene and and they're quite relaxed up here you know uh, it's a relaxed environment you know. Um, we don't paint to, to some, you know, uh, timeline, some ridiculous timeline. So the boys get a lot of freedom. Um, but when we do have contact stuff, you know, like uh, the boys are, you know, ready to um, step in and, and fill the gap. Yeah. I, you know, I think they get a lot of um, self-satisfaction from, you know, seeing completed artworks, um, especially if it's framed, um, if it's on glass, you know, um, um, you know, uh, with the screen printing, you know, something like that. They they get a real sense of um, ownership, value out of it. Mm. You know, I encourage the guys to to um, stay in contact with me. You know, um, they ring the the unit and and um, and we just have a chat. You know, catch up and you know, I'm interested in what they're doing. You know, um, uh, given their their uh, lack of education, I guess. You know, there's not a lot of um, opportunities for them. You know, they usually go back to smaller communities. And, um, and it's tough for them to get jobs. Uh, I guess it's easier for them to, you know, just stay on the dole and go fishing rather than, you know, um, look for something a little bit better, a little more stable. But, you know, um, um, I guess they, they get some value out of, out of um, you know, connecting with their own culture. Um, they may not do it outside, but, um, you know, they know it's, it's, it's part of them when they come here. So. And then uh, out here in the main work area is where the guys do all their um, portfolio stuff. They work towards um, you know, painting so when they get out they, they actually take the product with them. We actually frame, uh, they get an opportunity to frame their stuff as well. So we also have pen sets, we have miniature um, weapons which uh, they are framed which are, uh, are just miniatures of uh, big, bigger boomerangs. Um, we have coasters. 
Um, and plus we have our, our, uh, our, our varied sizes uh, of artwork that, are, that's, um, that we do to, to order as well. And we do a lot of contract stuff for a wholesaler in Sydney who um, delivers to the likes of um, International Airport. Uh, and some of our product, which is a lot of this stuff, we buy the, um, the little artifacts in mm-hmm. and the boys paint it and then um, boys get to, to frame it as well. So, you know, that's from scratch. So, mm-hmm. um, boys have fun doing this. And how does the kind of skills development work? Do you, you said that you bring in people from TAFE and is that kind of formal training or you do yep. workshops? Or yep, yep. No, we, we run um, certificate um, courses, um, Aboriginal art, you know, um, we have uh, TAFE come in. Actually, she's in now, but um, she's working on the inside of the gym. Usually, she would come here, and we would work on a program for 10 weeks, up until the end of Christmas, as we're nearing Christmas now. So um, she would work on some sort of um, specific art program for the boys, and, um, and it goes towards uh, a certificate program for them. So and whether, it's, uh, whether it's glass or wood or, or picture framing, um, you know, it's all those, those skill sets that they would n- not normally have. Do you know how the centre started? How it came to come to exist and who designed it? Well, I think uh, from the uh, Royal, Wood Com- uh, Royal Wood Commission uh, into um, investigation into black deaths in custody. Yeah, right. um, it came about that um, there should be a cultural designated centre um, and Bathurst was chosen as a, as a because it was like the furthest uh, west. So um, now the, the building is actually designed in the shape of a, a goanna, which is the girura, uh, meaning a long-tailed um, goanna or lizard. And um, an inmate was working here at the time, or actually before it was built, um, was uh, asked to do some drawings and then went to an architect and they sketched the building and, you know, a year later it was up. I think, you know, um, the department has made a, a genuine, you know, effort to, to provide a, um, you know, a centre like this. You know, there's, there's probably another centre in Goulburn which is not as, um, you know, open and um, easy access to um, a lot of things, you know, like people can come out um, from the public, you know, uh, but in Goulburn it's, it's quite confined, but, um, you know, the guys get, you know, um, a lot of satisfaction in what they do, yep. you know, so... Yeah. Do you think that it has an impact on recidivism? Um, does it have an impact? You know, over the years, um, I'd like to say yes, but you know, um, I've seen a lot of these, these guys, and, and, and a lot of them are kids basically, you know, they come in, you know, the, between the 25 and 35, um, so they're young, they're, you know, like, um, and they start to settle down afterwards, but, um, you know, a lot of them seem to get in that sort of rut. So, and it's the only thing they know, whether it's, it's um, you know, living on the dole or, or not having a job or um, relationships, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I've seen it over the years and, 
um, I don't know what the solution is, but uh, yeah, it just keeps coming this back. This is one part of the solution, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So there's a similar program in Golan, but how do you think that programs or centres like this should kind of be in all jails? I think it would be. Um, I think it'd be a help. You know, if they if each centre had a sort of cultural centre where where the guys could, you know, somewhere that where they could go. Um, but um, you know, if we carry on doing what we're doing, I think we're just filling a um, a a vital role for the guys to you know. Just connect with their with their art, basically the culture. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's enough. I mean, it's everything that you kind of don't imagine prison to be. We're kind of it's outside. Yeah. There's a beautiful view. All the doors are open. Yeah. Everyone's kind of free to walk around. You cook food together. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah challenging all of those ideas that you have of inmates. You know, um, I I think I have the best job in the jail, where you know we come and and. Uh, you know we have a we have a good time you know the guys enjoy being here they look forward to coming um they they get a little bit disappointed when i have days off so they can't so because they're now stuck in inside the jail so um so they look forward to coming here you know and and um getting away from that institutional environment type thing Correctional Centre in Bathurst Jail, and here yeah, we do a lot of Aboriginal culture. Um, but I've been here for six months this time, and Brian's got me. I've got a few of the boys that are doing some of the Aboriginal art, and I frame all their artwork, um, cut the frames, glass, put it in perspective where it's supposed to go to, and then you just send them off. So you see that one. Um, did you learn a lot of the skills here, or you had them before you? Anything that I've learned here with Brian working is. Um, making the frames and that's a great big help um, through this culture because um, I know a lot about Aboriginal art, I've done a lot of it myself and I still do it at home every now and then when I feel like it. Um, but here it's easy for me just to ask the boys how they're going, coping with the work, any hard parts about it, to just have a look at some of the designs and sort of cross culture, some of the designs, what they do, it's easier, they enjoy it. Mind stimulating, it takes a bit of stress away from you. Uh, I've been out of the inside of the jail anyway. Yeah. yeah. Some of the boys here come from Burt, some come from Nowra, uh, some come from, like, most of the boys are in the Wiradjuri mob. I originally come from Gummeroo, Gamilaroo people. That's way out west from here. And you get some blokes from the city that come out, and we got rid of, well, two or three of them went home about a month ago. So they're all. All cultures in here, really. Mm. You got some blokes that are doing like Easties, mobs are doing sea perspective of what they do with their art, and we do ours where we come from, and, um, and it's good. Mm. The boys just like to cross culture mm. and make the work out real good. Yeah. It's good, yeah. Well, where I come from, um, the first week in May or April, May, um, that's when they lay emu eggs. And there's 13 fowl eggs in one emu egg. The baker's dozen they call it. And I've carved them. I've painted on them. It's just that they can't get them here. They've got to go way out west to get them. 
and there's a jail out of Brewon and they call it Yedda. Mm. It's a uh, big property. And that's where a lot of the boys do it out there. That's why we get the didgeridoos from out there. We enjoy it. So how's it actually like work on a daily basis? Is it he sort of formally sort of teaching workshops or is it all more self-driven? No, it's all self-driven really. Um, if the boys want to come out here, they come out here, but they've got to get, like I was saying, they've got to get a section 6.2 done. Yeah. Um, uh, when they come up here, they just look at, say, like I was saying earlier, but they might want to get 10, uh, 10 boomerangs done. And the boys just look at the thing about what different patterns they're going to put on them. Yeah. And those, they could do five in one day, some of the boys can do ten in one day. But they all just combine together, three or four of them, that be all done. Mm. And all we have to do is just wait for them to dry and to make the frames the next day to get them sent off. Yeah. There's some frame work in there, you look at it, man, man, eh? Yeah, yeah. that yeah, works awesome. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And how does the payment system work? So you're getting Well, we get paid through the jail. Um, it all depends on what you're on. Some of the boys get paid when they start here, it's 38 bucks off the bat. And that's, that's a good wage for being in jail. And as you go along, you might get a bonus, top it up to about 45 a week. And that's, that's a good wage. Mm. Some of the boys are inside, they only get 1570, I think it is, just sitting inside the jail. And some of the boys on ground maintenance, they get 1750 a week. They do all the lawns and all the other gardens and, so I reckon, hey, this would be the best part of the jail, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of the officers that come up and they want things done too. And Brian just, like a certain size frame or whatever, charges them so much for it. And it's good. Yeah. The boys enjoy it. Well, when you, the crime you committed and be when you're inside, you don't really think about it until you come outside the jail and work here at the, career, at the culture centre and it makes you think because you can see people coming in from the outside and they want this order and they want that order or want this done and want that done and you think why the fucking hell did I fuck up with the law I could be outside doing this you know, on my own free will mm. and that's what a lot of the boys think about there's a lot of panties in there that a lot of the boys have done and left behind here and they just take the ones they want home to take home with them and but when people come it's good to sit down and have a yarn door mm. and they explain what goes on with it. Do you think when you leave here or have you seen it with other um, inmates that they keep going with their art after they leave? Well, you may have been a delicate one, part of it when they used to say to them, when you get out, why don't you just stop doing this because of drugs and alcohol and all this? Because I went through the same process and now I'm getting older and it makes me realise I shouldn't have done it all. When you think back and you say to a lot of the boys, why can't you keep going with your culture, you know, keep painting or doing whatever you want to do? And I'd say 35% of the blokes I spoke to in the last four years, they've stayed doing artwork. And some of them still sell it. Um, there's a place in Orange, uh, I can't remember the name of the place. There's a place here in Bathurst somewhere too, and there's a place in Mithka, uh, Aboriginal culture. No? Awesome. It's good. And it sort of gives them more Stability, I reckon, in life and stable. Instead of worrying about going doing this and going doing that. But yeah, they enjoy it more. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's good. Do you think this program sort of helps in any way to build that confidence or make them stick at it? Like, yeah, it does. Because all Brian just says to them, do what you want to do, do your artwork. And they do their own thing. No one torments, no one says nothing to them. Um, when it comes to the last week of their sentence, 
that's when I start having a yarn to them and say, don't do this and don't do that, keep doing this and keep doing that. And they say, you're oh, yeah, and this and that. And they think Brian at the end of it. I think at an office, you know, for being here working in this culture centre. And I think it puts a high on Brian too, I think, because he, I think he misses a few of the boys from here too when they go, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. He's an easy going person, Brian. Yeah. He's, he likes to have a lot of the boys up here too, and he joke, we joke around with him a lot. And he's pretty level, he's even. You couldn't get a better officer than him in the jail. And he tells us where we stand, what we have to do right and do, not to do. And we just abide by the rules, so we're right. It takes a lot of stress away from you being inside of a faculty like in the jail. And because you got to have a section 6-2 to walk outside of a jail, I get a section 6-2 to work off complex. I can go anywhere around the perimeter, like um, to another town, out here of Blaney or whatever. But the boys like to come up here and get away from the inside of the jail, take them away from stress, and do the culture work that they have to do. They like it. But the worst part about it, when they know they've got to go back, that's when it sort of the level comes back into it. And, um, mm. I sort of feel depressed about going back inside. But I don't, because I live over at the Honor House. And when you only get locked in, perimeter of it, that's it. <laughs> Not like inside, they get locked in the cells and the boys take some of the paint brushes and paints back from here in Kansas and they do the work in the cells. They get locked down a terrible lot of you, Mm-hmm. Gotta do something to occupy mine. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, how important do you think cultural centres are in, in... In the system, there should be more cultural centres. Like this year at Gurua, um, it's the only one that I know of that's in the system. There should be one in Lithgow, but it's like inside with education, they only need to do so much. Um, you've got one up in Kempsey, that'd be another good one too in Kempsey, that would be one of these here. It's, um, it's like bringing them together with their culture and like their artwork and see how they develop with it, or this is not right and that's not right, and you know, blokes might make mistakes and just have a yarn for them. Mm. Yes, that's what I reckon. Yeah. They open up more culture centres like you see, you do a lot more. In Bree Warrener, like I was saying, they collect their own emu eggs and their own didgeridoos, makes their own spears and their own boomerangs. And Yedda, if you put one of these out at Yedda, you wouldn't, you'd be surprised how many people to go to it. From out of the western region, you'd get them right you know, in the western region. So yeah, it'd be alright I reckon. Head to our website visualarts.net.au for more information on NAVA's advocacy and campaigns for improving the working environment for Australian artists and arts organisations.